Because we know when that trumpet shall sound and the dead in Christ shall rise, what? No grave, absolutely no grave. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. God of our life, truly we are grateful for the gift of another day. As we gather in, a, in your house, I give your praise. God, you have been good to us in so many ways. As we come this morning, I pray that we will again is on you. That truly your word will be preached. And it will be heard. And you take roots in our lives and bear fruit. Transform us all day by day so that we can become more and more like you. And these people, you know. So we come into every aspect of this worship team. And after that, I'm going to be. Let's be in your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. The Detroit 378, 378. <laughs>
Psalm 37, verses 1 to 11, and verse 39 and 40. Psalm 37, 1 to 11, and verse 39 and 40, and you can follow along on page 530.
the gradual limb, 467. 
exactly who. For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you learn to those from whom you have no hope to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies. Do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great. And you will be the children of the Most High. For He is time to be ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful. Just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge. And you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together, running over, will you put into your lap. For the measure you give, will be the measure you get back. The gospel of Christ. Okay. However, he has his support with him. 
Um, he got married here in Nevis a few weeks ago and looks forward to serving among God's people in Nevis for what I hope would be much more than a few weeks. <laughs> Let us welcome Father Victor. Let us pray. Merciful God, may your word be proclaimed. May your word be heard. May they be obeyed. May they find roots in our hearts and glorify your name. This we ask in your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. I'm not sure if we listen keenly to the readings for today. The readings for today, for me, center around the theme of love. Center of love. And as we know, forgiveness is a big part of love. Am I right, church? Yeah. And that's where I want to lead us this morning. And forgiveness. Forgiveness is to repair a broken relationship. But I like what one of my favorite favorite theologian, who's a Roman Catholic, Bishop Robert Burroughs, he said, forgiveness is a willing to draw back someone into a loving community. May I say to us, forgiveness is the key not only to live the Jesus-shaped life, but also to have a meaningful life. In the Old Testament reading, Joseph, after suffering abandonment, false accusation, and years of imprisonment, forgives his brother for sending him into a life of hardship. Here again what Joseph said to his brothers. Do not be distressed. Are angry with yourselves. Because you saw me here. For God sent me before you. Preserve life. And if we listen keenly again, he said to his brothers, come closer. Or draw closer. Indicating he has forgiven them. And every time I reflect on the life, the life of Joseph, 
I ask myself, what caused the bad blood as would say in Jamaica in that family? Jealousy. Yeah. jealousy. Whatever the reasons, it lies at the father. You don't agree, Pastor. It lies at the father. And why? He showed favoritism and that caused the jealousy. There's something for us to learn that when we have children, even if we, you know, we screwed, we like that one the more. Don't let the others know. It's a true. And those of us who are head of our organization, it's true as human beings, we're going to like some people more than the others. But however, it must not be known. You agree with Pastor? Joseph's story is one of hope, forgiveness, restoration of broken relationships, love, reconciliation above all of God's sovereignty of human circumstances. And here in our church, when bad things happen to good people, God can bring out good out of every bad situation. Is that true? And yet, in Psalm 37, the psalmist advised his readers to refrain from anger and forsake those who rage at us. Because fretting over evil only leads to more evil. And his letter to the Corinthians, Paul writes about seeds that must die before new life can grow. And reminds his readers that we cannot know ahead of time what God will do with the bear and perish of the seeds. We sow in the ground. All we can do is consent to die to everything that hinders new life and trust that God will raise our dishonor and weakness into glory and power. And in the gospel story, what a gospel. Jesus continues his sermon on the plain. It was a plain talk. A tough talk. For some of us, it sounds difficult. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who abuse you. If someone strikes you on the cheek, 
I found the other one. Also, and from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirts. Again, be merciful, just as your father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will be judged. Do not condemn, and you will be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Sisters and brothers, the crucial question before us this morning is why should we forgive? Why should we? Say with Pastor. Why? Forgive if someone has done harm to us. Some of us might be struggling to forgive deep hurts from our past. Hurts inflicted by a church member who sit with us Sunday after Sunday. A very good friend and a fellow co worker. So, why should we forgive? Firstly, we should forgive because our present and future requires, require it from us. And our future required from us. We are all Christians. Am I right? Yeah. Are we Christians? Yeah. Or so we call ourselves. If we are Christians, but we do not live by what Jesus taught and lived then our life has no meaning at all. The very meaning of the life that we are living right now comes from the fact that we take our name from Christ himself. If so, we need to live faithful to that name. We need to live faithful to that name. Whether we live or die, we are for Christ. We are with Christ and we belong to Christ. Only this gives meaning to his existence. Our death, our sufferings, or every bit of our daily experiences. Sisters and brothers, 
without forgiving. Can we call ourselves Christians? Can I say it again? Without forgiving. Can we call ourselves Christians? I don't know this context. But the context where I'm coming from or the culture. That very often we hear people who are very involved in the life of the church. They would say, I'm not talking here. I'd rather take it to my grave. Is that Christian life? You know, Jesus said in the gospel reading, it is. We must love our enemies. We in our church. You know, it is easy at times to love our enemies more than our friends. And maybe our family members too. And why? Look at this. Picture this in your head. Or focus on this thought. It is easier times to forgive people who are our enemies, people who we know are against us, people who are far away from us. But it becomes so difficult to forgive our own family members, our close friends, and our even our spouse. Our parents, our siblings, those who are all the time, those who are all the time with us, persons who enjoy a great part of our confidence. We can even have a theory coined and justified by it. It's better to forgive our enemies because when our family members and our friends and those who are close to betray me, what we call them traitor. What's up? Mm -hmm. Friends, when our enemies hurt us, to be honest, it hurt, you know. But you know, so bad. When poor family is hurt, we. Maybe Bob Marley was thinking about it when he said, Many will eat with you and drink with you and behind your back. It's painful. Not standing before you and tell you, say, It's painful, it's painful. But because we are Christians, because we bear the name of Christ, and because we model Jesus' life, we have to forgive. Is it so, church? Yes. I hear the Lord in the Lord's prayer. If you do not forgive, forgive rather those who trespass against us. Right? The way I said, Lord, forgive us as we forgive those who. Was it, is it so? 
Is it so, church? No, not actually. And yes, friends, look at the mother presented to us by Jesus in his own life. He not only forgave the Jews and the Romans who killed him, but also the disciples who turned against him or abandoned him, acting in difference. Jesus forgave Peter's denial and made him the shepherd of his flock. He forgave the rest of them who deserted him and assured them they were his beloved apostles despite their failures. He forgave Thomas's stubbornness and gave him the proofs that he demanded. And yes, Jesus, and yes, sisters and brothers, Jesus forgives us every day. Because we all have sinned in our thoughts, in our words, and in our deeds. The lesson is very clear. If you and I are to live in this present life look, and look forward for the future, we must forgive. We must. I'm sure many of us are, we know about Nelson Mandela. You know, he was in prison for 27 years. And he said, if he did not forgive, the wrongs done to him. Even when he came out of prison, he would still be in prison. And do we know that when we fail to forgive, we're in prison too? Now answer past today. <laughs> and second and finally, we should forgive. <coughs> because we are to be different and make a difference in God's world. Is that true? Yeah. We are to forgive because we are to be different. Mm -hmm. oh? And make a difference in God's world. So the question to us, are we different? Are we making a difference in God's world? When you and I are different and making a difference, what we are saying, we are the song, we are the light of the world, preventing God's world from being decayed. And yes, church, we live in a world where for some of us, forgiveness is not necessary anymore. We live in a world that is full of hurt because of broken relationships. Who God has to do reconcile broken relationships. But you and I. Listen again to Jesus. If you love those who love you, what credit is that thing? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to those who are good to you, what credit is that thing? Even sinners.
do that. And if you lend to those whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. The way of the world is to do good to your friends and evil to your enemies. But Jesus is saying to us, not so with us. You are my disciples, so we must be different. We must be If you want to get even with your enemy, you're going to break all of society's rules by being different, by loving our enemies and do good to them. By doing good to And this will make the world a better place. Don't you think so? Yes. So don't stop doing good. Even when the people are to the power. Because we say Jamaica. And call we all kind of suffer. Keep doing good. Keep doing good church. The lesson is clear for all of us this morning. We are to forgive. We are to forgive. If we, if not, if we don't forgive, neither the heavenly Father will forgive us. And we want forgiveness from God every day. That's all. To be a Christian is to forgive. The call to follow Jesus is not simply an invitation to wear the label Christian, but it summons us to a life of love. To a life of love. Now, I take the sermon down. Is there somebody we need to forgive? I challenge you if there's somebody you need to forgive. Take the bold step. Go stretch out that hand. And say peace. Now when I go into the history. Or sometimes when you go into the history, bring up more strife. More anger. And more pain. Let it go. Don't do it. We are start afresh. That's what Jesus did to the disciples. When he met them in the upper room, all he said to them, peace be with you, yeah. offers his forgiveness to them, offer wholeness, bringing them back, as Bishop Robert said, into that loving community. Yes, somebody we need to bring back into a loving community with ourselves. And if maybe in the church, the wider community. Amen.
They start once they're able. Once they're able, they stand and we are firm of the, the, we are firm of faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed on page 106. of your people 
and strengthen us through your will. Through Jesus Christ, O oh Lord. Page 123, the Act of Penitence. Sisters and brothers, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, God is faithful and just, and forgive our sins, and cleanse us from all unrighteousness.
of his glory and brought us out of darkness into his own marvelous light. Therefore we praise him, join our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this sing to proclaim the glory of your name.
May your Holy Spirit establish the royal priesthood for the Blessed Virgin Mary and George, with all your sons and daughters who share an eternal inheritance through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, with him and in him and to him, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we worship you, Father Almighty, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, in sound of a lasting praise. Thank you. 
may continue to rest in perpetual peace. Anyone wishing to sponsor voting kindly contact the parish office during office hours, Mondays and Thursdays, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. We thank you for your tremendous support. As we pray this week, remember the sick and the housebound, as well as those who may be in any pain or grief. Their names are listed in the bulletin. We extend condolences to Ida Maynard and family on the passing of her nephew, Morris Maynard, to Eugene Maynard and Mildred Tyson, the passing of their sister, Gloria Maynard Joseph, who resided in Leicester, England. Also, for the family members and the Maynard, Evelyn, and Lance family, may their souls rest in eternal peace. We ask your special prayers also for our Archdeacon, Isaiah Phillip, who is recuperating from surgery for his fractured shoulder. During the week, as you will see on behalf of all diocesan servants for the diocese, please refer to your bulletin and remember them in your prayers. Readers for next Sunday are as follows. Old Testament lesson, Sheila Evelyn, Warren Morgan, Intercession, Juliet Williams, and Notices on it. Do have a wonderful day and a special week with God's blessings. The recession of him, 322, 322. <laughs>